Thank God it's Friday. It is Friday. Friday, feel good, fantastic. Finally, Friday here. It's Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad to have you with us for the show today. Thanks for tuning in. We do podcasts this sucker. Put it out there in the podcast world. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, whatever, Stitcher, wherever the podcast you're going, that's where this is going to go to, most likely. Why don't you get involved today? Give us a call or a text on the Wendy Chevy text line, 918-756. Thank you. 3646. Again, the number 918-756-3646. Text or call. Good morning, David. How are you, partner? Thanks for jumping in here this morning. Hope you're doing fantastically. And I hope you have a grand day today. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate your good mornings. That's good stuff. Okay, let's see what else we got. To, okay, that's, you're, the, you're the first one in. Anyway, good morning. Hey, it's Friday. Here we are. You got your Bloody Mary? Okay, good. Beautiful, beautiful weather. Outside cooler today. We'll take a look at that forecast. By the way, as a way of announcement, don't let me forget Senator Mark Wayne Mullen calling in today at about 840. Okay, that's the plan. If you have a question you'd like for me to ask the good senator, we'll text it on in here, and I'll try to keep a cue of those going, okay? Okay, all right, all right. 756-3646 is that text number. The weather forecast, 55 degrees outside. It's I told you it was cool. It was nice, though, on the front porch with coffee and maybe a cherry turnover today. Special day, Friday. 74 today for our high temperature, North Breezes. I'm liking that deal. Gorgeous. 41 overnight tonight. That's going to be awesome. Tomorrow, 63 for the high. Can you imagine that? That's downright cold. 42 for tomorrow night, 73 on Sunday. Let's see. We got Columbus Day on Monday, sunny and 77 degrees, 80 on Tuesday, 82 Wednesday, and Thursday, a 40% chance of rain and 74 degrees. I sound a little stopped up, don't I? Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe so. Let's see temperatures around the state, you ask. I don't know. Let's see. what. Oh, looky here. 46 out in Beaver up at the Panhandle in the 40s. 47 in Boise City. It's cold out there. That's that's nice. And who's got the hot spot? Let's see what we got down here. Uh, Durant, 62. Don't make fun of the way I say that. That's how you say it. Some of you more educated might say Durant, but it's Durant, actually. So that's the temperatures around the state. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Glad to have you with us for the program this morning. And JP is here as well. Sweetness. There's the uh, there's the the uh, Longhorns down sign right there. The little little gift coming in from JP. Go Boomer Sooners. Come on. So OU Texas weekend this weekend. How's it going to go down? You know we've done pretty good over the last ten games, right? So, but I think with Texas number three, what well, we're, we're ranked number 12, but you know, all that kind of goes out the window for the weekend. You couldn't pay me almost. You could, but you'd have to pay me a lot 
to make the trip down there, fight the traffic, fight the people in the stadium, blah, 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 all that. It absolutely does not sound like fun to me. I would love to be sitting in the stands. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it's not worth it to me to, to, to fight all that. Anybody going? Gosh, I'm just, it's not in me anymore, man. I don't like big crowds. I hate traffic with a passion. Hate it. But a lot of people are going to go, going to fight the deal. Anyway, go boomers, seniors, come on. Come on. That's this weekend. Anyway, so what else? We got everything out there. It, 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 every time I start this show, it warms up in here. I got to turn that fan on. Excuse me. Okay, now I'm set. Set to go. All right, again, if you want to talk to the good senator, ask him a question. Well, you have to do it through me. So text it in, okay? Okay. All right, we'll ask him, of course, about this whole house thing and maybe the, the spending and see what, he's, see what he's got going on. And we're going to be talking to, to a congressman from Brookine next week. Let's see, what day did they tell me it's next? Let me see, what did we decide? Um, blah, blah, there is, here it is right here. We're going to aim for 8.45 next week. It's going to be Tuesday, October 10th. We're going to be talking to the good congressman, Josh Brakeen. I like that guy a lot. He voted no on the CR. So uh, I sound stressed. David says I sound stressed. You need a motorcycle. <laughs> well, that'd be cool. I had one one time, but that would only stress the wife. And then if the wife is stressed, well, then guess who else is going to be stressed? You got it. Peter Let's see if Peter's calling in on the morning show. Let's see. Hang on. This is a uh, guy now. Hey, Peter, you're on the morning show, the Brewers Briefing. Welcome, sir. How are you? Oh, hi, Brooke. I'm doing just fine. How are you? I'm, I'm good, man. You're live on the air. I hope you have something important to say. Well, I just wanted to get your opinion on this house stuff. Oh, you, listen, yeah. I don't think I don't think Donald Trump should be our next speaker. We need him to focus on that presidency. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Uh, he has now come out and fully endorsed Jim Jordan. So I think he's uh, he's capitulated to Mr. Jordan and says you'd be a better house speaker, and so that's where we stand. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm I, I'm glad something must have happened while I was sleeping over there so uh, yeah that's that's good news well that's why you that, that's why we call this the briefing see we yeah. get you all briefed up yeah Bana. yeah well you you got me all fired up talking about bloody mary's yeah Sally, <laughs> can i have that vodka the vodka thank you yeah yeah well, i just thought i'd have to get me a bloody mary going don't you think i do think that's why we call it feel good fridays around here by gosh Oh, I yeah, see. I yeah. See. It's, it's, it's not just because to... it's end of the week. It's it's also you know other reasons make it feel good Friday. I got it. Feel good Friday. Well, listen, I feel for those. I I don't feel good for those people driving down to OU Texas because I think you're right. It's going to be a lot of a lot of traffic, and not only that, the Longhorns are are favored by by six and a half. Uh, I think they're going to more than cover that, my friend. Oh, I think it's what? Come on, we... what? Yeah. Come on now. We can't be having I, that I, kind of I, stuff on this I, program. I, huh? I, I, yeah, that's bad juju, isn't it? Bro? That's bad juju. I, I don't like to put bad juju out there. No. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're bringing the we're bringing it, baby. Come on. We're rolling. I want the, I think I, I think Gabriel could rise to the occasion. You know it's always a good matchup. It that's, is. 
The rankings don't matter. The rankings don't matter. Uh, That's what I said. That's right. This is the deal. The Red River rivalry. Red River, baby. Get it heated up. Come on. But what else you got going on in there? So Mark Wayne Mullen is coming on a little later. We got the senator coming in here. That's right. We're going to be grilling him. We grill him every time. Last time we talked, we, uh, we, we asked some important questions and also whether he smothers his salmon in ketchup like Senator Mitt Romney does. So we found out that is a no on the salmon, but he does put ketchup on his hot dogs, which I think is un-American. I think it's only mustard, but he also uses ketchup. So, you know, a little inside information you get here on the briefing. Uh, well, I appreciate that bit of info. Now, I know that you said to text the message into Mark Wayne, but I, I've got a good, clean question for you. Is the ousting of House Speaker... Good or bad for the Republicans? Because I got to tell you, I think it's a good move for the Republicans. I think it's a bad move for the Democrats because old Speaker McCarthy just gave the Democrats everything they wanted. Open checkbook. He was irritating to me. Okay. So, you, yeah, it, there's a, it's a mixed bag. I mean, the Republicans are really split on this deal. My guess is Mr. Yeah. Mullen is going to say it was a bad move. That's my guess. Ah, that's my guess. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I think it's good. I think it's good, and I think he yeah. uh, he's going to say it's a bad move. That's what I guess. Yeah. yeah. Now, Sally, I need a little more vodka in the Bloody Mary. Thank you. I'm trying to get my Bloody Mary <laughs> okay. straight here. Get her going. All I'm right, trying, Peter. I'm trying to get Okay, man. Well, I appreciate everything you do. Keep it going. You keep on that conservative voice for uh, America, and you just keep rolling on. Go to keep rolling on, Peter. Thanks for calling, Captain. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay, bye. see you soon. Bye-bye. That's, uh, that's Peter right there. That's uh, our new friend and listener, Peter. Thank you, Peter, for calling in. Faye Roy's in here as well. Good morning, partner. Glad to have you with us for the program. And then there's there's somebody else. Good morning, Brooks. Good morning to you, too. I appreciate you your, your coming in here. Gosh, all you people texting in. You didn't have to be here, but look at you. All up in here. And we have Finland in here as well. Good morning, Finland. We have, I don't know, some faithful people listening over there. Why? Well, it's because it's a phenomenal show. Of course. Okay. Well, I said, what do, what do, what do, we, what do we got? What do we got? We got jumping. We got some news. Let me see what we got news today. What do we got? We have this for all you trans women out there. <laughs> Sorry. Did I just chuckle? Uh, trans hormone therapy might actually be more deadly than the risk of suicide. There was a new study out in the Telegraph. Oh, in the UK, 95% increased risk in insane number. The 5% is basically a margin of error. The, the, the study reports trans women taking hormones up to 95% more likely to suffer from heart disease. I'm a gosh. study found that all transgender people taking gender-affirming hormones are at a significantly increased risk from deadly conditions. You know, like heart disease. 95%. That's a lot. It's like all of them. So, anyway, if you're thinking about all that, might want to think again. Unbelievable. People, people, people. Stop it. We have so much mental health problems in this world. That's where a bunch of the money needs to be going. I mean, am I right right now? Yes, I'm right. Instead of going to Ukraine, we got to be putting some money into mental health. Lord have mercy. People out there just doing all kinds of stupidity like that. I mean, come on. 
Shoot, dog, it's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Well, I'm glad they got the study out there to help some people know some stuff. Okay. All right. What do we got? So, saw this this morning. You know, maybe the good senator can help us understand this. How is it that these politicians go to D.C. like Senator Feinstein? She's got 174000 had. She's dead now. She had $174,000 a year salary. It's been the same since 2009, which is not a bad salary. Okay, don't get me wrong. But here's the, the deal. Her children are now fighting over her estate. And the estate includes a $21 million house in San Francisco, a $25 million house in Aspen, Colorado, a Lake Tahoe mansion at $36 million. Here's a Gulfstream jet she's got worth $62 million. All this, all these mansions and jets. It's like, what you know, and I'm for you making money. I'm great with it. I just want to know how do you do it? How do the politicians go up there and just get all rich all of a sudden? Like, what's going on? I mean, are people donating you these places because you voted and or you brought money to this? I mean, I, I know it's anyway, Lord have mercy. That's just unreal, isn't it? It happens all the time. These people, they just get up in there and then it just starts coming in. I, I don't, I'd like to really know the real, real way that happens. And I just don't know it. I have no idea. Okay. Oh my gosh. Have you seen this witch back on television? What a hag she is. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, she has a rich husband says, says mom. Mom says she had a rich husband. Feinstein had a rich husband. Well, come on, mom. You know, there's other ones that get up in there and do it though. They don't have rich spouses. Come on, work with me here. Mom's trying to keep me straight. So, so Hillary is back in the news. And she's got some disturbing things to say. And she wants to formerly, formerly, formally deprogram all of you MAGA people out there. That's right. She calls you cultist, MAGA weirdos, and you need a formal deprogramming. Says it right here on CNN with Christian Amanpour, who is a complete Marxist and... Communist. So let's see what they have to say here. What we got going very here. strong partisans in both parties in the past. Uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you very And how do you do that? Uh, and then it cuts off right there. There needs to be formal deprogramming 
of the uh, the cult members. This is this is Marxist. This is not Marxist hyperbole. This is Marxism, and uh, that's what they want to do. They want to put us in education camps and reprogram our brains to think like them. The left, the, the way of the left, censorship and deprogramming so that you will all think like us. And they just can't stand it. I mean, they, they own, you know, they have the universities all wrapped up. They got the colleges, liberal arts colleges, universities. They own 90% of private colleges. They've got the indoctrination going on in the K through 12 schools, the preschools, the mainstream media. They own all that. The entertainment media, they own all that. Yet we are the ones that are brainwashed and need to be reprogrammed. Right? It's like they're programming us all the time. But when we don't think like they do, then it's uh, it's reprogramming time. And, of course, again, you know, it's just like Peter's like asking, what do you think about this with the Republican Party? And I had a good conversation yesterday with a good friend of mine, also a politician, about this whole deal with the Republicans. Does it make us look bad or does it make us look good? What's I mean? We're this infighting, and we're we're willing to fight ourselves in this whole Matt Gates thing. And he's a oh, he's had a, no, he's a great guy. He's a hero. No, he's a terrible person. He's a communist. He's working with the Democrats. No, he's. A, I mean, you know, how bad is it? Personally, it doesn't bother me. Matter of fact, I like it. I like the fire. I like the accountability. It's been shocking to me to see who ends up on which side of this debate, honestly, but I don't think it's going to make much. I mean, I think it's going to be good in the long run. We're going to get Jim Jordan in there. That's what's going to happen. It'll be next week. We'll get right back to business. No big deal. A little hiccup in the road. And we're going to be back in the business and it's going to be fine. It's going to, but we're going to have a better speaker. That's going to know, Hey, I got to do some stuff properly or I'm going to be held accountable. And I could get ousted too. What's wrong with that? I think it's fine. I don't think it's, it's, and I may be wrong. Of course, I've been wrong before many, many times, but I don't think it's going to hurt us at all, at all. I mean, I saw, well, Julie was telling me this morning about some article. Oh, the foreigners, the China, the Russia's, the North Korea's are going to see the weakness and the infighting and the, you know, disruption in Congress and they're going to, they're going to be prompted to move in the next couple of weeks and take more ground, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, come on. I don't buy that for one minute. I don't think Putin's like, oh my gosh, let's take some more property now. They, they, they're having problems in the U.S. No, I should have done it in my Zelensky, my, my Russian accent. Oh my God. I can't even, I got to get it. I got to get it mentally there before I can really do it. I wasn't there yet. So anyway, I don't, I don't think it's a problem at all. I think it's good. I think it's good. Now, this is some of the most shocking news of all the news we've got going on today. I think it's interesting. It's so interesting and so funny to me, honestly, that the Democrats, Joe Biden himself, the top man, the leader of the free world, who has been so vehemently opposed to the wall in Texas and on our southern border has decided now is the time to build a wall. Now, is the time. Have you noticed? Have you been seeing all the news? Yes, of course you have. Because you people are, are, are up on things. 
So they're now talking about it. Even Mayorkas, the border czar, Mayorkas cites immediate need to waive regulations, build a border wall in Texas as immigration surges. <laughs> I guess those letters from Chicago to the president have had an impact. Remember that? We read that a couple of days ago. Chicago was whining because they got 15,000 people coming in and they sent a letter to the president. President, oh my God, I got to build a wall all of a sudden. Are there people coming in down there? There are. Okay, let's build a wall. And all of a sudden, psst, it's completely 180. And they're going to build a wall now. Isn't that shocking? Isn't that amazing? Now it's time. All of a sudden. It's fantastic. <laughs> That is unbelievable. What do they say about that? Oh, I saw a little bit of of the press secretary yesterday. What's her name? Karine. She's so terrible. She's the worst press secretary in the history of press secretaries. And she's like, we're following the law. We're following the law. We're following the law. We're following the law. Okay. But why the switch? Uh, anyway, it's fantastic stuff. I got a listener texting in here. What, is, what are you saying? Only 20 miles of wall. It's, yeah, it's only one county, isn't it? Star County, I think it was, if I recollect properly. 20 miles of wall. That's going to do it. That's going to fix the whole problem. Well, I don't know. Maybe if that's where the big hole is, and that's the only hole, <laughs> plug it up and see what happens. It's just um, so interesting. So interesting. They're gonna they're gonna build a wall now. Seemed like I heard somebody else say we should build a wall a while back. Couldn't find the money. There was no need. And I, th I get what do they just hit the number? Like it's, we finally got to the number we needed. Okay, I think we're good. Bob, we good. We got yeah, we got millions and millions. Okay. All right, Frank, close it up. Get some money. Go reverse track. <laughs> Let's build a wall. <laughs> Okay. Well, we might talk to the senator about that too. We, we got lots to talk about. Unbelievable. Have they realized that building a wall is a cheap way to buy off critics? Meanwhile, Mayorkas will continue sluicing millions in via parole, CBP one, catch and release, TPS, etc. Says somebody here. Um. So anyway, that's that's how they're gonna build a wall. That's cool. Fantastic. Uh, in other news, Joe Biden's green agenda in the real world. Have you seen this? The Panasonic plant up in Kansas. You know, we were, we almost got the Panasonic plant here to build batteries, but we lost it to Kansas. They offered them more money. And so they got this plant going up there to build electric cars, batteries, not cars, just the batteries for the cars. But it requires so much electricity to power the plant. They need to keep, they have their own coal plant. <laughs> That's what's so funny about all this green stuff. Do they not know, or do they know, that it takes fossil fuels, what, which I think is a dumb name, but we'll go with it for now because we all know what that means, to make all these green products. I mean, to power the plant, it takes a coal plant, whatever you're producing electricity with out there. And in this particular case, it's coal, I guess. And, and then all the all the materials in the in the batteries, the plastics, it's all fossil fuels. And then and then they 
And then when they destroy it, they try to bury it like the wind turbine wings. All oh, that's made from fossil fuels. And then they go stick it back in the ground and try to bury it, which is going to last forever. It's not going away. And so it, it, here you got up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, you got zero of eight electric buses working. Zero. We have this story. I caught this a little bit a while back, just a headline. A gas car was used to hold an electric vehicle charging spot for the energy secretary as she was traveling around the country. And there was some hoopla about this. I don't know if you saw it. This wasn't a big story, but <laughs> the energy secretary, who's, she's a weirdo. She's total whack, was cruising around the country in an EV, I guess, and, and, and needed some charging spots, and they needed to be saved. You got to save me a spot because I got to, you know, I can only go so far, like ten miles, and I got to, I got to pull over and charge again. And they were saving a spot with a gas car, and somebody else needed a spot, and there was a little hoopla about it. Like, no, no, no. But that's a gas car. You can't park it at the electric. Well, I'm saving it for the secretary. <laughs> so dumb, so dumb. And so, on on the heels of that, there was a study done in the UK. And did I save it? Did I save it? I don't think I did. How could you not save that, Brooks? Oh, my gosh. It was a study done. Oh, who had that? Who reported? Oh, it was it was Jordan Peterson. I'm just going to pull this back up. Jordan, here he is right here, because he posted this, and it was good because it's it's a study done. Oh, he's posting a lot of things uh, in the UK about there's not enough capability to store energy in batteries, and they studied the wind over the of the last fifty seven years, you know, of stuff and time. It's just like it's just not going to work. Dude has been posting a lot of stuff, Mister Peterson. Where's the article? Since we were talking about energy and green, he's just got so much going on out there. Lord of mercy. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, the gist of it is gigantic study in the UK. They've determined that it's, and they, they've just been on a mission over there to go net zero and all this kind of stuff. They, they determined it's not going to happen. Can't do it. No way in hell that they, they can make it happen. The study proves it yet. They're ignoring it and kind of going on anyway because they're they're cultist. It's a religion. And so anyway, yeah, I can't even keep up with all his stuff. Anyway, too much. It's in there. It's in there. All right. What if time? Look at it. 8.30? We haven't even played any commercials yet. You can't make a living doing that. We'll be right back. Thirty-three is our time. We are feeling super freaky around here on a Friday. Feel good Friday. How you feeling? I hope you're feeling good, Bagash. We are, and we're feeling better all the time. All the time. Thanks for joining us for the program. You want to get involved officially? You can. You guys are available. You're, you're welcome to jump in there. 918-756-3646. Text or call when number does it all. Wendy Chevy text line is available. By the way, you've heard it now. Wendy Chevy employee pricing slash in prices and they still got the oil change thing going on which is just stupid pricing 30 bucks for a gas oil change he, he gave me that 
anywhere. 60 for a diesel, that is just ridiculous. But it's what they're doing under because they want to get your business. They want to earn it. He hired a new service department guy out there. He told me yesterday he's excited about that new hire out there at Wendy Chevy. He's just changing some stuff. Tony Booth I'm talking about, the owner. And he's trying to he's trying to earn your business, doing everything he can, lowering prices, service deals, get you in and out within an hour. You don't pay for it, stuff like that. So give him a chance. Check out Wendy Chevy if you need a vehicle. That's your guy. Okay, we got Senator Mullen coming up in six minutes. Six mere minutes, which is not very long from now. Uh, all right, Fayroy's got a question. What happened to the wrestling match? The wrestling match. Are you talking about between uh, Peter Zuckerberg and Elon Musk? That one? I I've been wondering, too. I hadn't heard a thing about it. Or is there another wrestling match you're talking about, pal? I, I don't know. Help me out. Help me. So speaking of speaking of Senator Mullen, you may have heard in my news at 8 o'clock. If you didn't, well, you'll hear it again at 12 and again at 5. That the good senator has secured $55 million in grant funding for Oklahoma Public uh, Charter Schools. Oklahoma Public School Resource Center, which is... Uh, Let's see, continued growth, quality charter schools in Oklahoma, $55 million. So he was part of that. That's a lot of money. That's more than I'm making the whole year, believe it or not. Believe it or not. But I am going to be uh, so excited to tell you guys that I'm going to win the Powerball tonight. I think it's estimated one point, let's see what it is, $1.4 billion, $643 million payout. It's all mine. Me and the Lord have had a talk about it. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming my way. I know you'll all be happy for me. I appreciate that, too. Well, there's Vicky finally showing up. Where you been, hun? We started at 8.04, okay? Tighten up your game. Let's see. What time is it? I kind of got to keep watching the time because Mr. Mr. Mullen calling in here any moment. Human footprints found in New Mexico are 23,000 years old, rewriting history. When the discovery of the fossilized footprints made, it's now what, what is now Mexico was made in public in 21. It was a bombshell moment of archaeology, seemingly rewriting a chapter of the human story. New research offering further evidence of their significance. The footprints were pressed into mud 21 to 23,000 years ago, according to radiocarbon dating of the seeds of an aquatic plant that were preserved above and below the fossils. This timeline dramatically pushed back the timeline of humans' history into the Americas, the last landmass to be settled by the prehistoric people. The 61 dated prints, which were discovered in the Tularosa Basin near the edge of an ancient lake in White Sands National Park, many of you have been there, were made at a time when many scientists think that the massive ice sheets had sealed off human passage into North America. See, they think they've got it all figured out, and then they don't. Okay, so just just know some stuff, right? They, they don't have it all figured out. Not even by a long shot. Not even by a long shot. And and I had a, a friend of mine who was a, uh, a doctor and, and a general genius. Now, this guy was a close friend of mine. He, he was a NASA flight surgeon for a while. Brilliant guy, author, doctor, general smart guy, Bible scholar. And he told me about this radiocarbon dating. is It's it's phony science. It's, it's not any good at all, really. So 
Um, I'm a young Earth person. I don't. I don't really believe the Earth has been here for millions of years. I don't buy it. That's just what I think. I don't even think it's been here for twenty thousand. I'm thinking it's eh, six thousand plus. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Good morning, Pam. She's been here the whole time. She said. Uh, well, well, okay. I I knew you were there. You're always there, and I'm I'm glad to have you with us today. Appreciate that. Uh, okay. What else do we got? What else we got? Anything else? Got stuff? No, that's it. Okay. So that's that. And what else? Let me, let me just keep backing up. I got stories for you. What else we got? We got politics. What do we have? <sighs> Man, I'd like to see that. Hillsdale College has got a, a deal. Uh, what are the writings of C.S. Lewis, the greatest Christian apologist of the 20th century? Hillsdale College. I like Hillsdale College, man. They're so on top of things. If you don't know about Hillsdale College, you should check them out. Moving on. Let's see. What do we have? Oh, here's this. I do want to get this in before the good senator calls. Um, landmark paper shows COVID vaccine has a one in 800 severe adverse event effect. So one in every 800 COVID shots has a severe adverse effect. The rotovirus vaccine was pulled from the market when it had a one in 10,000 adverse. Okay. One in 10,000, the new COVID has one in 800. The swine flu was pulled off the market when it was found to have one in 100,000 adverse effects but somehow it's okay to have to leave the covid vaccine out there when it's one in 800 how, how can this be serious adverse events of special interest following an mrna covid19 vaccination in randomized trials in adults big study right here here's the abstract i don't have time to read all that to you but that's the gist of it could it be about the money well what what is this? What I mean, somebody has got to answer for this kind of information. Is there something more to this vaccine that, they, that we have got to get this out there because we have got to have... Why? If you've got this kind of information and it's terrible, and we were yanking stuff off the shelf when it was one in 10,000, one in 100,000 back today. Now, this is one in 800, but we're still pushing it, mandating it in some cases. That is criminal, ladies and gentlemen. That's criminal. They know it's harming people at a massive rate, unacceptable rate. Yet, they keep it going. Well, there's billions of dollars to be made. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe it's all about the money. I, maybe it is. I think it's more than that, though. Don't you? Don't you think it's something else? Got to be something else in there. Somebody's weighing in here on my six thousand year deal. Said if you say six thousand years, call yourself a scientist, then it will be so. That's all it takes. Well, I am a scientist. Well, I mean, not a real one. I play one on the radio, but. Still, I can do whatever I want. I push the buttons here. I can play scientist, politician, brain surgeon, all that and more. All right, Senator, you're late. It's 841. Where are you? 
Happens sometimes that way. Don't stand me. I'll call him back. You know how I'll do it. I, I did that one time. He forgot me. Remember that? We called him. He was traveling to Stillwater or something. Anyway, we'll see. He might be in an area with no good service. You know, who knows? AT&T is still trying to figure it out. Still struggling. <laughs> Where to put the cell towers, I guess. Uh, uh, wait, wait, what, what are people saying here? Okay. I got text. I got stuff. Uh, Vicky sending memes. I can't even keep up with all the memes. I've been told I was a weathermologist. <laughs> is that right? Well, oh, hey, today is Friday. Did I tell you? And that means we got football tonight. We got football, we, and we're playing tonight. We're going to be Okmulgee Kiefer at Harmon Stadium. And uh, Sam Harmon bringing you to the broadcast, live stream video on the Brew TV Sports channel. That's on our website. Listen to thebrew.com is the website. Click on the Brew TV. Bada boom, takes you right there. Click the play button, and hopefully we'll have video. And it'll all be there, and it'll be live streamed. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Kiefer coming to, 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 to the Okmulgee. Okmogi needing a win tonight. So so get out there to the stadium and root them on if you can. If you can't, well, tune it in and we'll have it for you. Now you're cutting into our time, Senator. We're gonna have to call you up, I think, because maybe I maybe I I better check my email and see if I uh, have the right dates. You know, it, it it could happen that that Brooks got the wrong date. Is that possible? Okay, this is okay. Let me check the date here. Let's see. Here's the here's the email. Friday is this October six? It is eight forty Central Time. Is that it? Yep. Okay, so we're <laughs> we're on we're on time. I'm just checking. He might be doing an interview with like you know Fox or something right now. And so I hate to I hate to do this, but I'm gonna have to because I, I mean we're we're every bit as important as Fox. But that's the that's the Washington number. I don't want that one. I want the there's the I want the private number, baby, right there. All right, you think we should do it? It's four minutes. It's four minutes late. I, I mean, should I make it five? I'll tell you what. When it gets to eight forty-five, we're calling. You people have been waiting, been holding, edge of your seat, wanting to hear the good senator what he has to say, and. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna call. All right, we got 30, 25 seconds. I'll give him five minutes. These are busy people, and they do uh, lots of interviews. And I'm telling you, like when I talk to these press secretary people, the the people that you know are helping, you know, they're like, "How about this time?" I'm like, "No." Well, what about this? We got we can squeeze you in here for this many moments. And I'm like, "Okay, that'll work." And they're working on tight deadlines, trying to schedule their people. And uh, oh, there it is, eight forty-five. We're calling. We're going in. We're going after it right here. Going after it. Calling the senator. I got his number. Got the private cell. I wasn't supposed to call for a minute. I still had one minute. You no, know, it's eight forty. Eight forty, sir. It is eight forty-five. No, eight forty-five. No, I have eight forty-five. Get your e no. Look, I've got the email. I just, I just looked. To make sure. Oh, oh, you're you're right. I I'm gave sorry. you an extra five minutes in case you were on a television I'm interview. I literally, I literally, Brooke, i literally was it was killing time sitting here oh, waiting. Oh my you gosh! I, 
Unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I'm in my office. If you want to face me, I'm literally sitting here. It was killing time, and I had 845 on there. You got to tighten so up your me. game, Senator. Come on now. It's my fault. It's my. Oh. It's only my. T- I, mean, I have it. I have it set here. It says eight forty to eight fifty five, and I thought it was eight forty five to yeah, to, well, to nine o'clock. Okay, so whatever. My bad. Okay, I forgive you this time. I will. I it is. It's one hundred percent my fault. Okay, we know that already. Is there anything else that we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Look, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. We got people wanting to know stuff and, and they're on the edge of their seat. We've been promoting this all morning, uh, to well, have a, do it. well, I, I know. So I just want to know, first of all, cause I have a prediction of your take on this house. I know it's on the other side over there, but this deal with the house speaker, people are asking, yeah. is this bad for the Republicans? Is it good? Does it even matter? Blah, 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 blah. Do you think this was a good move or not a good move to oust the speaker? Let's start there. It was a stupid move. I it was an knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it. And, and, and think about this, though. you got these eight guys that these eight individuals um, are accusing Trump of doing – or not Trump, accusing uh, McCarthy of doing something exactly what they did. I mean this is what Democrats do. Democrats blame you for doing something that they're doing themselves like Russian collusion. Blaming, they're blaming that the that the speaker broke rules to join with the Democrats. Yet the rules state that 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 he cannot bring a, a bill to the floor unless he has the majority of the majority, meaning the majority of the controlling party, which is Republican. He never once brought anything to the floor that didn't have overwhelming support by the Republican Party itself. So he always had the majority of the majority. Now you go back to this motion to vacate. Motion to vacate, 96%, 96% of the Republican conference stood firm with, McCar- with McCarthy. Only eight voted for the for vacate the, the chair. That means they had had 208 Democrats. That means AOC, uh, uh, Omar, uh, Bennett. I, I know, I know. They vote. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Hang on now. All right, let me let me let me throw some stuff in there as well. Okay, so let's go back to the twenty, the group of twenty that that held before he was voted in, and said, "Okay, right. we will vote for you if you do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, which were good things for America." I think you would agree with that, like uh-huh. the line item yep. stuff and all that kind of stuff. That was good. They and so as a tiny percentage, if you want to go percentage wise, that made him accountable. A tiny percentage, not the whole vast majority of the Republicans, just a little group of 20, let's say 10%. And he, he's, he agreed to all that. And so that was a good yeah. thing. But from what I understand, and you tell me if I'm wrong, he hasn't done a bunch of that stuff. Now, are you saying he couldn't do it? He re, or he no, just saying, refused to do it. His hands I'm, saying name, one, I'm huh? saying name one thing he didn't do. These guys never said he didn't. They never named anything, one specific thing that he didn't do. Not one, because he did everything. They, the rules, like they wanted to bring all 12 appropriation bills to the floor, right? He tried to bring these bills to the floor. The problem was is that they kept breaking the rule. The way the, the rule, the rule is, is that to bring the rule to the floor, you have to pass the rule. So the way the bill works is once it leaves, uh, once it leaves the committee, it goes to the rules committee, then it goes to the to the floor to vote on the rule that comes out of the rule committee. The rule committee says. What uh, what amendments have been made germane and which ones can be debated on the floor? 
the, the, the opposing party, the party that is always in the majority, always votes against the rule, the, the, or the minority does. The majority votes for the rule so they can get to the bill to the floor. Without passing the rule, you can't bring it to the floor. These, these individuals over and over and over again would vote against the rule to keep the bill from even getting to the floor. Why? Uh, because it was never about structure. For these individuals, it was about attention. This had nothing to do with policy. This had nothing to do with principle. This had Come this on. Point. They can't be doing this just for attention. Surely that's not okay, the case. They, they, that's a thousand percent the case. You name one thing that he that they specifically balance budget. said he did. Balance he budget. Did. Wasn't he supposed to put a balanced budget thing forward or something? He did. Oh, he, he put, did. He okay. put several. He put several of them to the to the to uh, um, to vote, and yet they can't pass them because nothing was. You go back and look at these these eight individuals. Pull up, uh, pull up Matt Rosendale, and see how many times he voted with the Democrats against the rule to bring a uh, to bring a budget to the floor. Now, mind you, the budget that they did pass. Cut spending, the one that they did, that he finally did pass, that he negotiated with, even though some of these individuals voted against it. These same individuals voted against the budget that had larger cuts than we have ever had in my time in office, uh, which he actually got Chuck Schumer to, to put on the floor that he actually got Biden to sign. He This same bill was opposed by Matt Rosendale. Uh, I don't know if Matt Gates opposed it or not, but I know um, – uh, I know several of the other ones did. Ken Buck opposed it. Uh, I um, I got to remember. Okay, well, let me ask you this question. Let, let me ask another question. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Right. It looks like to me Jim Jordan is a favorite to get the House Speakership. Do you agree with that? I think that's true. Okay. I think that's okay. true. Okay, so let's say we get him in there. Don't you agree? I mean, I, this may not, I mean, because you're probably friends with them all, but isn't he going to be better than a Kevin McCarthy up there? I don't think so. Uh, Kevin Kevin had better relationships than anybody you've ever seen. Uh, and with uh, and underneath the way the structure of the rules are, unless they change the rules that our conference has to be governed by, then there isn't going to be a speaker out there that's going to be any better than anyone else because that speaker is still going to have to work with Chuck Schumer and still going to have to work with Biden to get anything signed in law. Now, he can do message pieces all day long. He can do message pieces every single day on the house floor and do all these votes that he wants to knowing darn good and well that not nothing's going to get signed in law. So even if they did all this, it doesn't change anything. And that means you're still going to have to do a continuing resolution because unless you're going to actually negotiate with Chuck Schumer and in the white house to get something that they will support, the speaker of the house can only control this, the house and that's it. And that doesn't mean that there's not one thing he can do that he can get into law. Then. Yeah. I just feel like He's too much like one of them to, to me. I, I, he's just, I don't he's know. I, well, like Mitch McConnell. I think he's horrible. I think Mitch McConnell's okay. horrible. He's like, I just want to get along and go along, blah, blah, blah. He's just like, come on, man. You're just like one of the Democrats to me. I, that's what it seems like. And, and I felt like McCarthy was a little too much, too centrist, too kind of just, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the guy personally, of course. But well, you, you got, I like the governor. The, but you got to keep in mind the speaker's job. Is not to not to um, to carry just his water and not the water of a few. He's got to carry the water of all of the Republicans that supported him. So a Republican from New York uh, that's covering that's carrying a district that is a swing district. Swing district means that it can go Republican or Democrat either way. 
um, has to be a little bit more towards the toward from the middle to the left than from the middle to the right. Right. Now, I would rather have that person in office than have a Democrat working with the King Jeffries. But the but the but the Republican speaker has to deal with both sides. He's got to deal with the unfortunately yeah, the Matt Gates of the world, and he's got to deal <laughs> with the, the with the Mike Lawyer of the world that are in that are in competitive districts. So the speaker has to work with all of them. And and only thing he does is the speaker carry, carries the will the will of the conference. The remover the removal of the speaker was not the will. Of the conference, it was the will the Democrats that had eight eight Republicans support yeah. with start support. Okay, makes sense. Um, but it's, in the long run, it's not going to really hurt that much. Make that big of it. I mean, we're going to be back oh, to business next week, right? No, what? Absolutely, Why? no zero, Why? zero chance they get the appropriation bills done. We're going to do another CR the week before November. I wonder if they're going to do a motion to vacate then. Um, right now, there isn't one single investigation going on to Hunter Biden. Not one well, where has that been for the last 10 months? On. Why didn't he subpoena him 10 months ago? Why, subpoena why, who? Hunter Biden. Now, uh, what authority do we have to subpoena Hunter Biden? Your Congress. He's not elected official. <laughs> He's not elected official. That'd okay. be DOJ's position. Okay. That's DOJ's position. That's the Department of Justice. That's not us. Let me ask and you another question. Now, we can subpoena people that's in the administration. Uh, but what about the what about the and by the way the people who would subpoena him would be Jim Jordan because that would come out to judicial committee. Mango. Um, it and and so if you and that's not the speaker's role the speaker doesn't run a committee uh, and and then if you if you look at uh, the impeachment inquiry none of that's going on right now and there's not one single appropriation bill that's being worked out to try to go through this appropriation process Washington D.C. is at a complete. 100% standstill because of what they did here. And this hopefully, hopefully it's resolved by Thursday. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be complete resolved for quite some time. Well, I, I personally think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be fine. It'd be a hiccup in the road and we'll be right back to business. But let me ask you this question. Cause there's rumors floating around that you're looking at the governorship of Oklahoma. No, 1000% now news. come on. What? You, I, 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 I have got I got elected to be senator and I'm I'm good where I'm at. Well, I, who's floating I, I would, that around? I saw that in an article floating around out here. Have you seen that? I don't. I saw it, but yes, I did. And immediately I reposted it to. <laughs> I mean, immediately I reposted it to my uh, my campaign website and my official website and said 100% fake news. Oh. Okay. Well, we we were wondering about that. My my no, wife thinks you'd be no. a good governor. Why not? Well, I don't, uh, I don't, I, I just, I would never thought I'd run for Senate. Um, but I don't think it's very wise for me to be going shopping and looking for another spot. At that time, I just become, a, I just become. Well, I mean, you get to come back home and you don't have to go to DC all the time. And you there's, know, you there's a lot to be said for that. It's a couple years, but, right? 26. I had I had an opportunity to run for speaker before before Stitt did, and I turned it down. Um, and I was asked by a lot of people, but Brooke, I just have I I'm telling you I, I, that I don't even know where that came from. That's not even been discussed or talked about. I, as I said, 100% fake news. Okay. By the way, it's Brooks with an S on the end. Okay. It's not Brooke. What have I been saying? I sound like Brooke, and I. That's totally that's offensive. My, that's my accent. It oh, okay. says Brooks Brew right here in front of me. Okay. All right. Well, we're both from Oklahoma. It shouldn't be 
you know, <laughs> it shouldn't be that difficult. So, all right. So the, so the governor deal is out. All right. So, and so you, I, I had a news story this morning. We, we got you in the news about your $55 million grant funding for the Oklahoma public school resource center. That sounds like a good thing for the state. Thank you. I agree. I agree with that. Okay. Good By job. By the way, the, the, the systems on this, you know how we've talked about, we've talked about, um, uh, earmarks and line on appropriations and the difference between the two. Right. You know, it, Oklahoma governs and does their budget off a of line on appropriations. The way, the way they do it is, um, if the, if the governor sends over a budget and, um, and they, they go through the budget or they make their own budget and send it to the governor, whichever way it goes, they do, they, they literally line item every dollar to be spent. If it gets changed, say the governor changes it when they send it to his office, it's got to go back through and get approval again. The way that we work in our on our appropriation bills, because we took out what we call earmarks and we don't allow for line on appropriations, we're bundlers. We bundle big groups of money for each one of the agencies. And we cannot, I mean, can you believe this? We're, we're supposedly supposed to control the purse strings, but we don't line on appropriation, uh, line on appropriate one single dollar. Everything has to come in, bu- in bundles according to House rules, and you send them out. What in the Senate, you can actually do line item appropriations, not earmarks. It's called line item appropriations. And, and this is one of those opportunities that we have in the Senate that we can actually appropriate funds specifically for Oklahoma that can't be misused someplace else. Where in the House, uh, because of our rules, if you cannot direct an agency to spend any money or any federal dollars specifically come to the state without the Senate's help. Okay. So anyways, my point is, is that, that, that grant program was the advantage of being a Senator versus being Mm, in the house. Okay. Well, well, thank you. And it's, I think it's a good deal. So anything you can send our way is good. You got any radio grants coming out? Anybody, anything like that? (laughs) (laughs) You laugh. What? I'm serious. I don't think for private businesses. No. Oh, well, I'll start a nonprofit. How about that? I'll I'll come up with something. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate your time, Senator. We are out of time. We have a radio program. I'm so so sorry that I, I messed up on my time. That's me. Well, you know, so, we just want as much time as we can get, and so we got shorted five. Yeah. So next time, maybe you, you owe me. Uh, well, I made five. up five because I was supposed to be from eight forty to eight fifty-five, and I went from eight forty-five to to nine. Oh, See? okay. All right, so so, so, so we're all square. Yeah. Okay, we're square. All right. All right. Hey, keep <laughs> up the good for- work. Appreciate all you do for us, Captain. We'll talk again soon. All right, see you, brother. See Bye. you later. Bye-bye. All right, so that's a good senator right there. Hope you enjoyed the program today. We're going to get it out there in the podcast world for you. It's Brewers Breathing. You guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Here it is. It's upon us. The weather's going to be fantastic. OU's going to win. It's just all going to be good. All right, so you guys have a good one. We'll talk again next week. Here's Trisha with Tradio.